Chapter 11, Informative and Persuasive Speaking. Communicative messages surround us. Most try to teach us something and or influence our thoughts or behaviors. As with any type of communication, some messages are more engaging and effective than others. I'm sure you have experienced the displeasure of sitting through a boring class lecture that didn't seem to relate to your interest or a lecture so packed with information that your brain felt overloaded. Likewise, you have probably been persuaded by a message only to find out later that the argument that persuaded you was faulty or the speaker misleading. As senders and receivers of messages, it's important that we be able to distinguish between informative and persuasive messages and know how to create and deliver them. Learning objectives. One, identify common topic categories for informative speeches. Two, identify strategies for researching and supporting informative speeches. Three, explain the different methods of informing. And four, employ strategies for effective informative speaking, including avoiding persuasion, avoiding inf information overload, and engaging the audience. Many people would rather go see an impassioned political speech or a comedic monologue than a lecture. Although informative speaking may not be the most exciting form of public speaking, it is the most common. Reports, lectures, training, seminars, and demonstrations are all examples of informative speaking. That means that you are more likely to give and listen to informative speeches in a variety of contexts. Some organizations, like consulting firms and career fields, like training and development, are solely aimed at conveying information. College alumni have reported that out of many different speech skills, informative is the most important. Vertebra, 1991. Since your exposure to informative speaking is inevitable, why not learn how to be a better producer and consumer of informative messages? As you'll recall from Chapter 9, Preparing a Speech, speaking to inform is one of the three possible general purposes for public speaking. The goal of informative speaking is to teach an audience something using an objective factual information. Interestingly, Informative speaking is a newcomer in the world of public speaking, theorizing, and instruction, which began thousands of years ago with the ancient Greeks. Albright, 1978. Ancient philosophers and statesmen like Aristotle, Cicero, and Quintilian conceived of public speaking as rhetoric, which is inherently persuasive. During that time, and until the 1800s, almost all speaking was argumentative. Teaching and instruction were performed as debates, and even fields like science and medicine relied on argumentative reasoning instead of factual claims. While most instruction is now verbal, for most of modern history, people learned 
uh, by doing rather than listening. And apprenticeships were much more common than classroom-based instruction. So what facilitated the change from argumentative and, dem and demonstrative teaching to verbal and informative teaching? One reason for this change was the democratization of information. Technical information used to be jealously protected by individuals, families, or guilds. Now, society generally believes that information should be shared and made available to all. The increasing complexity of fields of knowledge and professions also increase the need for informative speaking. Now, one must learn a history or backstory before actually engaging with a subject or trade. Finally, much of the information that has built up over time has become commonly accepted. Therefore, much of the history or background information isn't disputed and can now be shared in an informative rather than an argumentative way.